Good morning, kings and queens. Today is July 2nd. It is Thursday. I wanted to give y'all a little break with catching up on your uh, episodes <laughs> and to give y'all a mental break um, from uh, just overcrowding y'all, sending y'all all these episodes for you to listen to. <laughs> I'm just joking. I know um, a lot of y'all have been listening. Um, I saw... Um, um, everyone listening. So, um, you know who you've tuned into, tuned into your girl, DJ Lala. And this is DJ Lala and the fam street with no chaser music, life, and all that other good ish. So what have y'all learned this past week? Let me tell y'all something. Um, there are a lot of teachable moments that we can all have. Um, and, um, we're never too old. Um, to have teachable moments doesn't matter your gender your race your age you know this is life um life can change and um at the blink of an eye um you could be comfortable in it thinking that things are going great one minute and then in within even within a second within a day things could change um what you thought was okay or what you thought was good could be bad or what um you know what you thought about a person um, could have not been what you thought um, it was. It, a lot of things, you know, your career, everything. Um, but I want to get into that. And let's talk about this 84 degrees today here in New York. Um, it's been like that. Um, it should be. It's July. I mean, we got to have something during this thing, you know, pandemic. We got to have something good. But um, we got a life. We woke up this morning. Thank God for uh, another beautiful day. Um if you got somebody good in your life, whether it's a friend or a um, partner, um, thank God for them, especially if it's a good partner. I ain't talking about a roommate or a friend that you live with that you call your, uh, your uh, wife, girlfriend, husband, or um, boyfriend. <laughs> That's what they should be called, you know? Um, and you should have feelings for them. You feel me? <laughs> I mean, like, love feelings, not like, yeah, you know, I care for you, dog, you know what I mean? You, you got my kids, we got kids together, you know, we live together, boom, we, we a team, but I don't really like her like that, I don't really like him like that, you know, we, no. I know it's temporary, though, or whatever you gotta do, do what you gotta do until it can be better, or, you know, until you can move on. I mean, I'm not, y'all know me, I'm, I'm a straight shooter, I'm not, and I don't say anything to insult anybody or hurt anybody, but it is what it is. We too grown, we playing games, and we need to decide what we need to do. Life is too short. 2020 um, was a testimony to that, but not just 2020. I mean, other years have been, you know, things that we've gone through, but um, they need to throw 2020 in the garbage telling you it's just horrible it's been horrible for me as well y'all know that my mom had passed um, a lot of things went off everybody mentally um who also lost loved ones and um um during this pandemic um people have gotten sick people have lost their jobs it's been a whole mess um trying to stay um trying to make sure we have good mental health and um I get it me myself, you know, being a strong person, um, you never know your strength until you go through something. I mean, like I tell you all the time, I'm, I'm an empathetic, sympathetic person, but, um, it's different, different when you're going through, you know, what people seek your advice for and it hurts, you know, and, and you're, you never knew your strength until you had to go through something horrible and get through it and still going through it. So I salute anybody out there I don't care what you're going through you know whether it's a job or you're trying to seek one or you know trying to stay sane financially um in relationship issues whatever the case may be someone passing I I salute you because um being a human being being a grown-up is hard I don't care what gender you are what you prefer it don't matter we're gonna have a lot to talk about um this Thursday a lot to catch up on um so I will tell you that um, everybody knows who I am. They know what kind of person I am. So this podcast, um, someone had made a comment to me and sometimes you cannot, um, how do I put this? If you had to live your life based on people's behavior, you would be in the ground because you have to take under consideration now with, with, you know, there are limits. You have to take into consideration that people themselves, um, 
are trying to fight to stay alive and to stay sane. So sometimes the things that come out of their mouths, and I'm not talking about, you know, you've been with somebody for 10 years and they always, they're insulting you every other month, you know, but today they're good. Not talking about that. I'm talking about people out in public. Sometimes they say things and um, you got to kind of ignore it because, you know, it comes from ignorance. It comes from being tired. It comes from, let's not get political. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, we're just talking about people saying things um, that is not good, that you can't let um, affect you in a way to where you're going to be angry. I mean, you will be angry depending on what the person is saying, but you also have a responsibility to live your life and take care of your family. And yes, you do have to care. So me just saying that, I said that on purpose. Got your mind going, right? You're probably thinking all kind of things. One person may think, oh yeah, she got a point. You know, that's true. Another person may be think, what's she trying to say? She trying to say that black lives don't matter. Or Now, how would you get that out of what I just said? Or are you saying, um, well, what is she saying about police? Or what is she saying about, you know, if people are saying something, it shouldn't matter or we should just ignore someone calling us, uh, you know, cursing us out or insulting. I did not say any of that because let me tell you something. (laughs) If you had to sit down and let me tell you, eh, I mean, everything that I went through um, and let's just go as far back as since I was a baby since I was a young child two years old up until this very day if I gave you all the shoes that I had to wear and you and gave them to you to walk in you would appreciate where I came from and what I'm saying okay um and I say this because a lot of times, and I said this on purpose about what I just said about being angry, about, you know, not ignoring people, what people are saying. I said that to see how many of you will have a difference of an opinion about what I said. Okay. Reason why I said that on purpose is because a lot of times people say things and you could, I mean, you could twist it around. You know what I mean? You only hear what you think you hear. You know what I'm saying? Without hearing the truth or the meaning behind what someone is saying or their story. Not saying that everybody should be given that (laughs) should be given that opportunity because sometimes people are just ignorant. Sometimes they're just too far broken. Doesn't mean that you have to be friends. You just have to pray for them. Um, But um, a lot of times what I do is I give people the opportunity to explain themselves because you never know. You walk around and you see people and you don't really see them. You don't really know their story. I'm not saying that things are acceptable for what people do because there are horrible things that people say and do. The power of the tongue, that's another thing. You could say something to somebody and you could be angry and have a bad day. Those words will resonate with that person. It will marinate in the system. It'll, It'll be hard to forget. When you say horrible things to a person it's kind of hard to forgive them i understand yeah i'm christian it it happens to everybody even the pastor says sometimes i mean people think christians are perfect they ain't perfect they're humans only difference is you know that they may have from another person is, is their belief they they believe in god you know they know who's their savior so um everybody is human um, it's up to you and whether you want to forgive somebody or not, you should. Doesn't mean just because you forgive somebody that you have to have them in your space. You have to forgive people for you. You don't want to be in them shackles. You want to release yourself from the prison that you've, you know, held those feelings. It doesn't mean because you forgive somebody that you can be like, you know, that you can break bread with them, that you can be all happy and be like, oh, we're back together or, you know, or or we're, you know, we're going to go chill. No, nobody said that. I forgave my ex. Let me tell you, I forgave him a long time ago, but it doesn't mean we'll ever, ever, ever. You heard that. I'm going to add an extra 10 evers. Ever, 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 ever. That wasn't 10, but I got to drink my coffee and got energy. But <laughs> that doesn't mean that, you know, we have to break bread together. Doesn't mean that we have to go chill together or, you know, we friends. I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying? We are, we can be cordial to each other because we have a child together, but don't mean, you feel me? But see, a lot of people, they, they can, um, take it wrong when you do that you know I haven't told him that I forgave him a long time ago I could but I haven't but 
he could see it in my actions that, you know, I could be cordial when I pick up my child, you know, hey, how you doing, blah, 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 you know, bye, you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, and I, you know, I'm just playing with y'all, I don't say it like that, but it's in my mind, I'm like, bye, you know, I we don't really, you know, talk like that we don't really chop it up or anything like that if he wanted to have a conversation when I pick up my child you know what I mean it's fine um and that that's cool um but I'm not gonna be nasty to him or nothing like that I'm not that kind of a person I would never be like that but I will tell you you know I I know how to be cordial with somebody um and um know that I'm not trying to let somebody strip me of my peace but it, it takes a long time to get there because, you know, sometimes when you're going through something, it's, it's easier said than done. But um, we talked about that before because um, people get that mixed up. You know, I was talking to my homeboy and he's like, oh, yeah, but if I forgive them, that'll give the person um, room to think that, you know, that gives them the wrong idea. Like, you know, he's talking about his ex-wife. Like if if I you know, tell her I forgive her and then she'll start coming around like, you know, like we like we're, you know, together like that. I said, no, you have to make things clear. That's where communication comes in. You have to communicate and make people understand where you're coming from in every aspect. And there are some people that you can communicate to them and they don't get it. Leave them alone. I mean, what can you do? Sometimes it's hard. It is hard to change people if they don't want to change. If they don't want to change and they're in your circle, whether it's a friend, um, wife, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, if they're not willing to change, then, hey, you got a choice whether to be around that person or not. Because you're in control, besides, you know, the Lord above, you are in control. You have some responsibility for your happiness. If you are not happy with what you have and you've had conversations and there's time, there's something, you know, you have to do something about it. You know, who made the rule that, you know, because you you choose someone to be with and they're not holding up their responsibility or they're not doing what they're supposed to do, that you have to stay stuck with them. Um, I understand when you get married, you have vows, you have this, you have that. But there's people who get divorced all the time. I don't think that they're not, you know, going to get into heaven because of that. I mean, there's a lot of things in the Bible that tells us, you know, that talks about happiness, peace. It talks about a lot of things. So... You feel me? You get where I'm going. I don't want to make it about that in this uh, episode, but um, I'm just telling you, I do this podcast because um, I don't do it for a particular reason. I don't do it because, you know, oh, I need to get like a million people to listen to me and I check my my, my uh, listeners, how many plays I get. No, it's not about that. Everyone who knows me knows that I've always been a people person. I've always been a person, you know, I wear many hats. I love talking um I've always been into um um a lot of things you know with helping and caring I'm just that kind of person I ain't trying to sound corny or nothing like that but everybody who knows me knows the kind of person I am um and I do it because I enjoy it and um it was uh something that um I signed up for when I started going to school um and um Everybody has their thing of what they'd like to do. DJing, that's another thing. It's, it's a passion. I love music. Um, being around people who like to entertain. I, I That's just something that I enjoy. And everybody should be around things that they enjoy and not have to live in misery, which is hard to say in the world that we're living in today. But you know what I mean on a personal level, in your own space, in your own home. And you know what I mean? In your own circle. But we have to do the best that we can to um, live around the stuff that we have to uh, live in. And sometimes it's hard when you're watching videos on social media. You know, it's disheartening. I woke up this morning trying to make coffee and I heard there was a lot of like videos about um, police brutality. It was about racism. It was about um, um, sexism. It was a lot of things that, you know, you don't want to wake up to that. And that's why I don't really watch the news. But yeah, a lot of stuff comes across my feed that I have to talk about because maybe I don't like... um, seeing it but other people do and they like to talk about it so we try to talk about everything and take another sidebar if you do reach out to me and I don't answer especially if it's here on anchor please please don't be offended because a lot of times when I do my podcast after that I'm done I don't go and I don't check to see you know what I'm saying I just 
randomly go on there to see if anybody sends me messages and I, I know I should do I should check it a lot um but sometimes I don't because I got other things going on and um, when I happen to catch a message sometimes it it could be a week or two weeks out and I I will try to get back to you but I will tell you this if you want um me to join your um your episode you gotta hit me up first because a lot of times I'm just gonna keep it 100 with you I'm probably driving (laughs) nine times out of ten when people are calling me I'm either um exercising or I'm driving or I'm working so if you just please hit me up first and just be like you know I I want to do an episode with you and then um just let me know you know what's the best time just say that on the message I will I promise you I'll hit you up because I I do see that a lot of people um they're having an episode and they want me to join in but I'm I'm not trying to be rude. A lot of times it's just bad timing and I don't mind talking about anything, whatever you want me to talk about, but please don't, don't try to hijack the situation either. Don't try to, I mean, I know it's radio, it's, you know, um, podcast, but you know, one thing is I can't stand when people try to put me in a corner. That's not nice. I never do that when I interview people. I always let them know what it's going to be about. Um, I don't try to put people in a corner. I don't, I don't do that. That, That's just for me. I don't know what you do, but I don't try to put people in a corner and I don't try to make people feel uncomfortable. I don't do that. So if you could please let me know that, you know, hit me up and be like, you know, I'm going to do, um, an episode with you. And I, I do, I do listen to them. Um, but not every day. And I see, um, some people on here, um, my anchor family who have hit me up and, um, wanted me to uh join the episode and i appreciate that because y'all know i could talk i'm a talker and we can talk about anything just if you could please hit me up and let me know before you have it that you you know want me to join and if it's a good time i'll join in if it's not i'll just um try to message you and let you know um when it's good for me like when i'm available um and let me know when you're available and that's fine but um, a lot of times, um, I, to be honest with you, I'm driving or I'm exercising or I'm working. So um, just hit me up and we could chop it up. It doesn't matter what it is. But those are just, you know, and I listen, I'm not trying to say that, you know, I, I'm, I'm perfect or I'm the best or I'm this or I'm that when it comes to even this, this podcasting or when it comes to everyday life. But those are the things I feel like the requirements, not requirements, but those little things that I ask, I feel like they're a little simple, humanly thing. You know what I mean? It's just out of courtesy. You know, I'm, you, know you feel me? I don't want nobody thinking like, you know, I'm like Beyonce. I got to And that's my girl. You know, like I have to have white M&Ms or something, you know, in the room. But I'm talking. To, no, I ain't got to be no ish like that. I'm just saying like try to be, you know what I'm saying? Like I would never do that to somebody. I would just, you know. I wouldn't never try to back people in a corner or surprise them what I'm talking about or anything like that. Um, because it, it, when you do that, I mean, I don't know if people, because they do that on the radio sometimes to people. But let me tell you something. They talk about bef- beforehand. They talk, they talk to the people and they tell them what, you know, what it's, what we're going to ask and blah, 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 and all this and all that. But sometimes you might get something out the cut that somebody might ask and it may put them in a position and they do do that. But I I don't really like that too much. You feel me? Because it could be something very private and personal in my life, you know, that I don't want to talk about. And it makes bad radio. It makes a bad to me. You know, it's like, wow, you know, he really said that or she really said that. So, you know, you feel me? So um, that's all I ask. That's it. Because um, y'all know me. <laughs> but anyway, um yeah this is something that i enjoy i really appreciate everybody and uh, i'm gonna give a shout out to guru um thank you so much for checking in on me and i know this is late but i'm sorry but um kevin Corey, shout out to you i'm sorry i missed an an invitation to record with you um prince gautier um we still never got to do our misconception of being a christian um who else? Mogul D. I missed an invitation to record with you. Um, the Lou Rock Show. Um, sorry, I missed the invitations to record with you. Um, Jamie Banks, I did listen to your voice messages. Ryan, I did listen to them. Um, 
thank you, um, Jerry Ross, for favoriting my podcast, um, and DD, Dr. D, sorry, and I did listen to the other messages, I'm sorry, um, but, um, please forgive me for not, um, being available to record with you, I have had a, let me see, I, it would be nice to say that I've had, um, probably the worst three months that I've ever had but it's been longer than that since the beginning of the year um and I I shouldn't say that because it started last no wait September yeah it was kind of you know put me in a different light because of the things I was going through um and then after September of last year just started um trying to just stay you know (laughs) stay ahead of the game, you know, going through things that my mom was going through and just like period. And then everything just started going downhill from September last year to, um, up to like a month ago. So just trying to, you know, make sure that everything's good. And, um, there was a period where I wasn't recording and I wasn't, you know, wasn't myself, but it does happen. You know, I've always been a strong person and looked at as the person that people will come to and stuff like that. So lately I've been that, you know, been trying to show my, uh, vulner vulnerability <laughs> a little bit to people. I, I've always been a private person, so it's kind of different for me. And ever since my mom's passing, it's been a little tough. So um, when you've gone through that, when you've lost a parent, especially your mother and um, or anybody for that matter, it changes your life, definitely. Um, but what it should do is it's easier said than done in the beginning. But what it should do is just it should make your life a little better. You know, it makes you see life um, at a different perspective. And I mean, not that you, you know, should take life for granted um before anything tragic happens but I mean because I've always been that kind of a person like live your life you know you got to do this or that but it's just different um and god forbid you would ever have to go through that if you haven't but it's um you have to be a very very strong person um to go through things like that and to make sure that you're okay Um, emotionally, I can't tell you that it is easy, but trying to, um, make sure that, you know, you do all the right things for yourself and your family is, you have to be strong, you know, because you have to also, um, take care of them and live for them too. So, I mean, you know what I'm trying to say. So anyway, I'm not trying to make this a sad uh, podcast or a political one today because we already had those. Um, but I will talk a little bit about uh, something that I saw. So um, it's not going to turn whole political, but it, today we're going to talk um, about some videos that I saw, which has to do with politics. Not only that, but about relationships, too. Um, and I'm going to play a little some of them for you and I'm going to get your feedback. So hold on one second. OK, here we go. Now, this one is um a video that i saw um should i play that one first no i'm not gonna save that for last because i have a question for y'all we're gonna play this one first because <laughs> uh it, it really disturbs my spirits my thing is okay i don't watch the view um maybe like when it first came out you know they had some good um it was good table talk it was and then it started to become like where they were only talking politics they were talking about everything and for me I mean it may be good for some but not for me um but um a lot of people have a lot to say because they changed a lot of hosts and a lot of people don't like Whoopi Goldberg some people do um sometimes when she says stuff um I may not agree with it, but it don't mean that I'm going to say I don't like her. Um, So, and there are some things that she says that they're facts to me. So I'm going to play what she said. Um, She had uh, a judge on there. I think, what's her name? Judge Jeannie or Jeanne? Um, She has a book coming out and they were talking about something about um, politics. And I'm going to play a little bit of it and you can tell me what you think about it. Here we go. I'm tired. (laughs) 
62 years old. There have been a lot of people in office that I didn't agree with, but I have never, ever seen anything like this. I've never seen anybody whip up such hate. I've never seen anybody be so dismissive. And I, and clearly you don't watch the show, so you don't know that I don't suffer and from I'm that. A, I'm a Did you just point beginning. at me? Yeah. Listen, I don't have Trump derangement. Let me tell you what I have. Okay. I have a lot of, I'm tired of people starting a conversation with Mexicans or liars and rapists. I'm tired of people starting a conversation about this country. Listen, I'm 62 years old. There have been a lot of people in office that I didn't agree with, but I have never, ever seen anything like this. I've never seen anybody whip up such hate. I've never seen anybody be so dismissive. you don't watch the show so you don't know that I don't suffer from that what I suffer from is the inability to figure out how to fix this that's my issue but one of the things that you talk about a lot and I'm curious about it is the deep state how long has the deep state been there and who's running it well the, the, I want to answer your question because you gave you had to ask you a question you had your I, opening statement, which was how horrible it is, that Donald Trump no, is talking no, no, about all you, of these I'm people. Sorry, you know that's what, what you horrible? said. You said, well, but you know you said that it, it was who it's okay. be here end it's, up murdering the children of American citizens. You know what's hard? Well, I wrote the book because uh, I have... I'm not an ideologue. I mean, I have been in the crime business for over three decades, and I think I said that before. And I know a con when I see it. And I think that what has happened in the last, I think that what has happened truly in the last campaign, and everybody needs to be concerned about that. Lady Justice is supposed to be blind. And when you start creating fake uh, investigations, fake counterintelligence, you saw it yourself with Peter Strzok, who comes out and basically says he hates the president and he's going to take care of everything. They then go to a judge and get a warrant. That's a problem for me. And it should be a was problem. Can I ask you? you just said Look, I've been a judge. I've signed those things. The warrant was based on a fake document by an opposing candidate in a national presidential race. This is what happens was in not third only world based on that, countries. and you know that. I do know. So I, it is based you just on said that. you're not an ideologue. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. And I am in law let enforcement. Me, let me ask you the question. Right and do you think um, Do you think Donald Trump embraces and embodies conservative ideology? Remember, yeah. he used to be uh, have a different position on pro-choice. Uh, he's imposing tariffs. He's against globalism. Do you think he is an ideologue that is faithful to conservative policies? You know, I'm not here to talk about what Donald Trump is and isn't. But you I mean, I don't know. No, you got no, to talk about the book. You okay. want to talk about Donald Trump? You tell me what metric in this country is worse off. Unemployment is lower than it's been in 50 years. Minorities, Hispanics, African Americans have jobs. Hate crimes are worse off. Wait a minute. The GDP. GDP under Obama was barely one. We're going up to four. So you want to talk about no, hate yeah, crime? I'm telling you about a law for hate crime. I also Do think it's important, as we said, 89% of the Republican Party still supports him. He still has huge popularity in the country. And if Democrats don't get their you-know-what together, he's certainly going well, to get reelected. Here's my question for you. Here's my question for you because you talk about... You, you talk about... I am not, Judge. Nobody no, is... I'm, oh, yeah. Did you just point at me? Yeah. Listen, I don't have Trump derangement. Let me tell you what I have. Oh. Okay. So, here's what I'm going to do because you have four people at a table. They may not um, agree on everything. Okay. You may have some who are Republican, some who are Democrat. You may have, um, but um, they're not all going to agree on everything. Okay. So the reason why I played that is because there were a lot of comments out of everything everybody said on there. It was more directed to what Whoopi said. So I'm going to read one of them because I'm not going to really go into it and make it a um, political episode. So there were a lot of people on here. And we're going to go back to what Steve Harvey said about, you know, protesting and other stuff like this. Um... A lot of the comments um, were from people who watch their shows. 
And one person said, um, Whoopi is a Trump hater and can't get out of it and will see no good whatsoever in her president. She is shameful and has lost any respect I ever had for her along with 63 million Americans. Um, when the person does this during a discussion, they are losing the argument and they know what is being said is a lie and they are trying to convince themselves it's true. There are more people saying, oh yeah, the judge's name was uh, Janine Pirro. A lot of other people said they're going to stop watching her show. They're going to do this and they're going to do that. Um, and she's wrong, blah, blah, blah. They said the same thing about Steve Harvey. And um, the thing they said about Steve Harvey was, oh, yeah, he's just saying whatever he want to say because he got a lot of money. What does that have to do with anything? Do y'all know his story? Do y'all know his struggle? Do y'all know um, about him being homeless, getting cars repossessed, having to hide cars? I mean, I don't. I know about Whoopi's story. I heard about it long ago, but I, I just don't can't remember it right now. But that's not the point. The point is, we're not going to always agree on everything. But the first thing that y'all want to say is, oh, I'm going to stop watching her show. You think that's going to take money out of her pocket? The woman has been an actress for how long? She got money. That is not going to take anything away from her. But the fact that you're saying that because you don't agree, because you have a your, the, your opinion is different. So just because her opinion is different from yours, you and all of a sudden throw a temper tantrum. There are a lot of people that are not going to agree with what you believe in, but you can sit down and you can listen to what people have to say. Doesn't mean you have to agree with it and stop being friends or stop, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so childish to me. Um, Why can't there's a lot of friends that I have who they may not have the same beliefs as me. Um, we may not agree on everything, but we can still go out and break bread. Um, unless they have these ideas about, um, unless we discuss things about personal, um, interest or ideas about them wanting, about them hating people. If it's about hatred or racism, I mean, sometimes that can be tricky, but sometimes when you're speaking about racism, sometimes you get to feel how the other person really feels. I've had friends that I've had for 10 years, they you know, of different races, Caucasian, Spanish, black. Um, and sometimes the things that come out of their mouth, sometimes it's like, uh, that wasn't right what you said, but doesn't mean, you know what, we're going to stop being friends. We've been friends for 10 years, but I don't like what you said. Um, but you have a right to express your opinion about, you know, that wasn't nice or I didn't like that, but you know, that's your opinion. Um, I don't know. The comments to me, it seemed a little childish to me. I mean, but everybody has a right to their own opinion, but we're not always going to agree with everything 100%, um, especially when it comes to religion or politics or, or whatever. But a lot of times you got to understand, too, a lot of people feel that way because it's about um, not understanding, you know, what, where people are coming from. And because people don't let me put it to you this way. Um, this is why I'm big on culture. I love culture. I love other people's culture. I do. I like to understand why, you know, let's just say the Haitian culture. They, um, there's a lot of things that I didn't know. A lot of things. It's easy for you to assume or to, you know, when people throw those stereotypes out there, I don't believe in those. So what I do is I'll ask someone, I'll educate myself or I'll ask someone and, and try to get into, you know, their culture to, to just make me have a different perspective you feel me like everybody is like that nobody is saying that you're perfect um the same with the um muslim community my friend was um muslim um her and her family um they practiced um they practiced um god i can't it's so i gotta turn up this ac um they were muslim they decided that they that's the way that they wanted to go and um i tried to understand it and it didn't really you know interest me but you know what i did i tried to jump into their their culture for a few months to see you know what it is that you know caught their eye or or caught their interest in wanting to be muslim um they didn't grow up that way but they decided that they wanted to practice it so what i did was i put myself um, and I tried to actually, I know my friends think it's so funny as hell, but I tried to be Muslim when I was a little younger, um, for a few months. I know it's not, some people are like, oh, that's wrong to try to be, no, it isn't. There are people who get saved 
um, and um, something happens in their life and they just feel like they, they want to be saved and they want to be Christian and they end up backsliding the next day or three weeks from now. None of us are perfect. When you first start something, you know, you want to understand it and you try to get better, but nobody's perfect at it. So I just wanted to understand because um, we, her and I were really close. And um, it was kind of hard when we went out to eat. You know, she couldn't eat certain things and she would just try to educate me on um, the Muslim culture. So we went to Atlanta one time. Um, Farrakhan had something and I was just listening to women. They, uh, you know, invited me, although I wasn't, you know, Muslim, but I wanted to, you know, understand it. And um, it was interesting, but it wasn't for me. That's the best way you can put it. Um, I would never insult someone's culture or religion or, or, or insult anyone. I mean, you have a right to your opinion, but sometimes you, it's on, it's, you can have a conversation with someone calmly and you never know. You might open doors for them to have a different opinion because they start to understand you or whatever you're speaking about a little more. So I learned a lot about that culture, about the, the religion. Um, is that the correct way to say it? But I learned a lot. Um, and it just wasn't for me. I had a lot of questions because y'all know I'm inquisitive. I talk, you know, every time I'm talking to somebody, it's like, I feel like not that I always go around interviewing everybody, but I love to talk to people and hear their stories. So I would ask a lot of questions and they would look at me like, why is she here? And I kind of felt kind of like, you know, uncomfortable, but I wanted to know. Um, I went to the mosque, um, the women and the men, they prayed separately. Um, and then no, they prayed together, but they had their conversations separately. And the women were on one bus and the men were on another bus. And um, cause you had, you couldn't catch, um, any flights because there's way too many people going to the mosque, um, to, um, see Farrakhan. So it was, um, a bus trip excuse me it was a bus trip and um the women were on one and the men were on another but it was a nice trip um of course I had to um um how do you say it head covering I had to you know wear the scarf and everything and and dress uh you know accordingly so it was very interesting that's all I will say but it was not for me um um and this is, again, I'm not trying to say anything. All I'm saying is it just was not for me. Um, everybody has a right to to like what they like and to, to get into what they get into. All I'm saying it wasn't for me. Um, and me, her and I are still friends to this day, but she no longer practices the religion. Um, and we talk a lot and we discuss it and I asked her why and she just told me she's no longer interested in it just things change over the years and you know her perspective is different I guess that's how she basically put it but um honey let me tell you I had a lot of questions especially when women got together at the end they were looking at me like they wanted to just throw me in a back in a closet somewhere I, I had questions you know isn't it like when you in bible study you got questions you know um, about what you learn in the Bible. I mean, you, you don't want to be a part of something. This is, this is me, which it should be for everyone. You don't want to be a part of something. That's just like you're joining a company, but you know nothing about it. You don't know what they represent or you're getting into a relationship, but you don't know what you're getting into. I mean, that's different because a lot of times people show you their representative when you meet them and you don't know the real them, but at least you ask the questions, you know, where are you from? Um, what do you like? Things like that. You need to, to know. So I was just asking questions, honey. I was like, you know, so why is this like this? And and why can't you eat pork? And why can't you eat marshmallows and cereal? Or why do I have to be in a backseat? Because a lot of times when we drove around, her husband was in the front. And I understand that because I have respect. I would not be sitting in no front seat with nobody's boyfriend or husband. You know what I mean? Uh, being disrespectful like that but she would also be in the back seat so I, I just had a lot of questions and they were looking at me like why is she asking these questions well y'all invited me I'm here to understand and learn so um but it was interesting it really was um but a lot of people don't care to understand um one's culture or one's understanding and sometimes 
when you're in a situation, it all depends. You know, sometimes you have a lot of angry people out there and it's hard to understand where they're coming from or how they're feeling because they're so angry and they're not approachable and they're not willing to explain. And it's hard for you to understand that I do get. But I feel like we're not always going to have the same opinion when it comes to a lot of things. And that doesn't mean that you should throw a temper tantrum. That's just my feel on it. Um, But, you know, just do you. Another thing is, um, we're going to talk about um, August Alsina. Love his music. But um, he was, he had an interview with Angela Yee. And um, he was very open about, you know, things that he's gone through um, in his life. He was stressed, depressed, and going through a lot of things. And you know what? I'm really feeling him on this. I, I do understand, you know, he's he's had a rough, you know, journey. Um, he was very open about it, losing his sister and adopting his nieces and raising them as his own. Um, and um, it really impacted his life. Um, and he says he wishes to live life to the fullest at all times. I understand and I get that totally. Because when you lose somebody, it ain't no damn joke. And it's so um, easy to, you know, lose yourself. So I do understand that. But y'all know me. And I'm very empathetic, sympathetic to people's situation. But y'all know I do have a silly side. So, <laughs> the one thing that did not sit right with my spirit. Now, you hear me, Sis Benitra? Sis V? Is when he said, <clears throat> and I'm going to play, um, if I can find it, the video, where there was a time where um, he had a relationship with Jada Pinkett and Will Smith gave him blessings to have a relationship in his what did he say in his non-romantic um marriage honey huh when he got to that part um I kind of lost interest because I'm like well I don't think even if it was true, I don't even think that that should be said right now. Um, cause even when I heard them reporting on the news, I don't think nobody really is not really trending. Don't nobody really care about that. I mean, if it was true, what kind of man would give another man permission to have a relationship with his wife? Now hear this. Hold on. Oh, and had a conversation due to the transformation from their marriage to life partnership that they've spoken on several times and it you know not involving romanticism mm-hmm. he gave me his blessing and i i totally gave myself to that relationship for years of my life you know and i truly and really really deeply loved and have a ton of love for her um i i devoted myself to it i gave my full self to it so much so to the point that i can die right now and be okay with knowing that i truly gave myself uh-huh. to somebody right you did what? the right thing and i really loved a person i experienced that i know what that that feels like i actually sat down Ooh. Well, and had her comment. Okay, Angela Angela Yee is good. She be making them faces. I mean, you, you, of course, you have to be interested and be, you know, sympathetic to what the person is saying because you weren't there. You don't know if it's true or not. But she, honey, she good. Because I, everybody knows when stuff happens, like, it's always through facial expression. So I'm going to have to get that together once, you know. Once I get on, because my, I would have been like, huh? You know what I mean? I would have been so empathetic, sympathetic to the way he was talking about his life and things going on, his sister and stuff like that. But when he got to that part, I would have been like, what? So, what do y'all, how do y'all feel about that? How do you honestly feel about that? Um, I have two things to say about this. Okay, let's just say if it were true. Well, Jada Pinkett came out and said that that's not true. Will Smith said it wasn't true. So let's just say it was true. So how did it happen? So y'all became friends and y'all asked Will if 
y'all could have a relationship for a few years and he'll be cool with it uh, how would that go yo well you know i like your movies and everything you know i me and jada are friends you know and i, I just wanted to you know get your blessing on if me and your wife can have a relationship yeah get the fuck out of here well i mean how did it go and then will said you know what we have an unromantic relationship a marriage we don't have sex we're not intimate we just roommates go ahead bro i mean i love her but you know go ahead go ahead bro what I, I, how did that happen i mean if you gonna spill the tea spill the whole entire tea don't just give snippets i mean are you saying this to, so you could be trending because will and smith ain't i mean will and jada not really i mean they're legends okay with the movies and the things they got going on she got table talk you know he, they got money but are they really trending like jay and beyonce i mean had you say said that you had a relationship with beyonce and jay said that was cool i mean that would be all over the place for months years but what oh i don't know what kind of man would do that i mean did you get married for what i mean it wasn't like i mean did she get i i don't know why get with somebody and you don't really i mean you have a love for them but you just get married to be married and you can just give them off to somebody whenever they feel like it like i mean if it were true i'm not saying you know what i'm saying that i believe it is but how does that work Honey, I ain't got time for that. I'd rather be alone, by myself, old maid, <laughs> enjoy myself, have fun, laugh at myself, have drinks with myself, and you know what? Entertain myself, however you want to, like, imagine that, wherever. You know, in my own home, by myself. Because I, I don't have time or the energy for that. Like, well, what is that? I mean, what's the point of being married or being together? I just don't understand. And that's for y'all married folks too. Like I understand there's certain circumstances, but there comes a time like you have to say to yourself, what are we doing? We ain't doing nothing. So we got to move on and do something. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to be fulfilled in your life. Like it's just a waste of time and a waste of space. That's how I feel. And mentally it's not good. It really isn't. I don't see how they like, walk around and be smiling and be okay like on the inside you got to be like sad and burning up like if, if that were the case so ah girl sis bro honey honey homeboy please friend t- tell me how you feel about it but sometimes you know during their marriage they may have some conversations that seem a little bit suspect or maybe we just didn't understand what they would say saying exactly so i'm gonna play that for you hold on one second we're gonna be together we're gonna be under the same roof you might be on one end of that joker with somebody else (laughs) (laughs) i might be on one end of this joker with somebody else yeah and i always said that's ridiculous (laughs) but we're gonna be yeah in this joker together yeah so that's what we are going to if you marry me know this we're going to be together. We're going to be under the same roof. You might be on one end of that joker with somebody else. <laughs> and I might be on one end of this joker with somebody else. Yeah. And I always said, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but we're going to be. Yeah. Oh, hell no, honey. And we're laughing. <laughs> Did you hear what she said? They ain't breaking up regardless um she said if he has to be on one side with somebody else i had to slow it down for you and she had to be on the other side then we gonna be together you heard the mama that something about that sounded ridiculous it do listen i ain't sharing my sources with nobody you know what i mean um not unless he cheating and you know you don't know about it then that's a different story and then he gone but to openly say um we ain't never breaking up that to me that sound like she's saying um if something happened we staying in this house i might be on one side and you might be on the other side with somebody else oh hell no he of course he laughing because what man and i know y'all saying what man wouldn't want that and i know y'all saying is yay for jada hell no because she didn't say whether she was gonna be on the other side of the house with another man i bet you he wouldn't like that shit Uh uh-uh that is crazy as hell why would you 
Mm. That's a little suspect to me. So, what August Alcina said don't sound look crazy, right? I mean, kind of do, kind of don't. Uh, what is the truth? I mean, at this point, honey, I couldn't do that. I could not be in a marriage, I mean, and be friends with somebody. What's the point? Um, He could be your friend. He could be your best friend. Hell, just as friends as, you know what I mean? That could be just... Like, hey, you my homeboy, you my homegirl type of friendship. Um, and yeah, you love each other as friends, but like you love everybody else. Not no romantically or flirty or nothing like that. Just be friends. I mean, hell, you already done had kids together. I mean, what's the point? Y'all both got money. I mean, why don't y'all just uh, get divorced? Um, y'all can just be with other people without having that headache or stress even though you say little hints or whatever y'all might you know behind closed doors agree with stuff but then what's y'all are in the y'all are celebrities y'all are out there and people are looking at y'all so y'all don't have to answer all these questions so y'all don't have to go through the stress of knowing see that's what's wrong with people now i know a lot of couples who told me who were married who um had a conversation who had other people because they accepted it. They said, okay, you do you, you do me um, until we decide what we're going to do. Now, there are a lot of things when you open that up. You can fall in love with somebody else. Then you won't have to get divorced or, you know, it might be a problem. You might be with some crazy dude or some crazy girl and they might want to, you know, have some problem with you or some drama. Like, why just leave each other alone. If you decide that there is the only thing that's holding you together is kids or the house or whatever you got i mean you gotta be happy too i don't care if it's the female the male whatever anything that you do any new decisions that you make or things that you break off yeah it's gonna seem a little bit stressful if you make it that way but if you know in your heart that you've done all that you can do and you need to make other decisions and it could be i'm talking relationship career whatever life is too damn short and i'm telling y'all that you sit around and you be comfortable and you feel like oh everything is okay let me tell you something. There are people out there, they are making it, okay? They are growing it. They are, they are trying to be happy. They are trying to reach for their happiness. And then, years later, when you saying you was okay, deep down, you're not really okay. you sad. I mean, that's your fault. Life waits for no one. Time, as soon as it's gone, it's gone. You cannot get it back. You don't want to have any regrets. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand. Like, I couldn't do that. I could not share my partner with somebody else. So they always talk about partnerships. So you don't know whether they mean like partners, friends or or what. Um, now, I do know I spoke to my um, one of my uh, closest friends. She is older. She said when she was married, she said a lot of older people when they get older, you know, they grow with each other. They say that they're partners because they, you know, they not going to get divorced because they've been together for 30 something years. Um, and there's times where they have their ups and everybody has their ups and downs, but they no longer have any feelings for each other. I don't understand that because then I hear other older couples who tell me they've been together 10, 20, 30, 40 years um, that you got to have some kind of feeling for the person uh, romantically, you know, or physically, emotionally, whatever to be with them um it sucks one of my um she's not my friend she's more like a like a second mom to me she told me that um when she was married um she wanted to get a divorce and a lot of people thought she was crazy because she had been together with her husband for 30 years but she said there comes a time in your life where you feel like you're like you become a robot, like you're doing things for other people because they see that you've had this, you invested all this time. What's the point? She said, no, the point is you're human. You have to be happy. You can't live for other people. Um, and when whatever you and your partner decides to do and it's best for you guys, then that's what it is. You don't, you're not going to care what other people say, you know, oh, wow, well, why y'all want to get divorced? It's been 30 years. Um, my mom never believed in that. She believed in happiness. She'll tell you, um, she would tell you that um, even my stepfather, she loved him, loved him to death as her best friend. But if there was a day where he woke up and said, I don't want to be with you no more, she wouldn't be sad because she, she knew that she did the best that she could do and she would have to move on. She said she wouldn't care what age it was. 
that's just how she was. She believed in happiness because she lived in misery, misery and abuse of my um, biological father for so long that when she got her peace, she knew how valuable it was, her joy, her happiness, and it's hard to get. So she refused to waste any more of her life on something that she could attain, that she could have. You know what I'm saying? She used to tell me all the time, you know, you were born in this country. Um, although it may not seem like it's peaches and cream sometimes, try um, being born in another country where it's supposed to be a government, but it's not really government. And it's like hard to live. You know, you don't have the opportunities that you have here. Um, it's hard to, to live. Um, and just the relationship aspect of it, of the respect for women and stuff like that, it's like not how it is here. She says, so it's, it's kind of like you lose yourself. And then when you come here, she said, you know, so many people she see have so many opportunities. It's like, why would you want to waste that? You know, why are you going to waste your life being unhappy when that's not the only man or woman in this world? You know, and maybe it wasn't really the person for you. Maybe it wasn't your soulmate, you know, and she always said, you know, people need to be more patient because um, whenever, you know, God sends that one that's supposed to be for you, that king or queen, then that's the time you're just going to have to wait for that time. You can't force it to push it because when you do that, it pushes back your path that's supposed to be for you. That's what she always tell me. And I, I firmly believe that because as you get older, you start to see like, man, you know, that, that, that's that's true. You know, once time passes, you can't get it back. You can't, you know, once you, you know, start to to realize that, you know, that person that like with my ex goes back to my ex. You know, I did give him a few chances. He just didn't get it. And I started to feel like. Yeah, I don't think he's the person for me. I'm not really happy with him after all. So, you know, you try to force it because you have a child together. But it's like, you know, my daughter was small when I left. And I, I tried to have a conversation with her. And then as she got older, she said, you know what, mommy, kids, you think they not smart? They smart at a young age. Because yeah, I remember everything since I was younger. And you start to feel like, oh, I'm going to break up this home. Or, I'm not condoning anything, y'all. I'm not telling y'all what to do. I'm just trying to be real with y'all. Um... She said she didn't feel any kind of way. She said at first, like when we left, she just because I kept talking to her, even though she was young and she didn't really get it. But as she got older, she kept like thinking about it. And she she said, you know, um, she's really close to me and she wants she just wants to see me happy. She said she remembers me looking like um, I, the way she explained it was basically like um a weight lifted off my shoulders. That's how she put, she didn't put it exactly like that, but that's what basically what she was saying. And she always wants to see me happy. And she knows the kind of person I am that I would never do anything to hurt anybody. Or if I'm going to do something, I make sure that I explain myself to the person now, you know, I'm not, that's what I did. I told him I went happy a few times. He tried to pretend like, you know, like I said before, he tried to pretend like, um, he was going to change another another years uh, wasted of my life because you know a lot of people they'll tell you that they'll change because they don't want nobody else to have you and, and they don't they get comfortable and they feel like they ain't doing nothing wrong which people don't usually sit down and look at themselves and say you know what maybe I ain't doing something right that's not the the first thing that they they say when you go to somebody have a conversation and say I'm not happy they always think well I'm doing everything right it's the other person you know or they don't hear you or they may pretend to hear you so that way, yeah, 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 he's going to say this or he's going to say that. Um, let's just get this conversation over with and he'll forget about it. And years will go by, we'll still be together and they'll be happy and you won't. That's that's just a typical thing that happens. And you have to be aware of that. So, I don't know. Of course, I'm making this a longer podcast because I didn't have one um, the other days. But I'm just going to quickly tell you, like, my idea of a healthy relationship, which is a partnership. Um, accountability. You have to admit your mistakes and your wrongs and um, accept the responsibility for your behaviors, attitudes, and values. Um, and if the person doesn't do that, what's the point of the relationship, the partnership? Trust. Um, you have to be able to trust the person. If you're walking around and you can't trust the person with anything that you have or trust them uh, with telling the truth or, um, you know, with anything that they say or do, um, that's a problem. 
got to have that um, safety. You feel safe with the person expressing yourself, whether you're male or female. Um, and having that respect, especially as a man. A woman, I see a lot of women disrespect men so many times. And they disrespect them if, like, let's say if they lose their job or something happens and they weren't doing what they're supposed to do before. They're not really interested in talking to them, finding out what it is that, you know, when it comes to their feelings. Men have feelings, too. So, you know, the first thing they think is, you know, he's weak or, you know, he's complaining or he's this or he's that. You know, when a man is down, that's when you need to be strong. And I'm not just saying, I mean, you have no choice but to pick up the bills and to do the regular things that uh, a partner is supposed to do. I'm not talking about that. You, you have no choice when a man is down to, if you're living in the same house, to pay the bills. That ain't nothing special to me. Because you live there too. Your child lives there. Of course you're going to have to figure it out. You know why a man is down. That's nothing special to me. But to find out how he's doing, how he's feeling, and where do we go from here? What's the plan type of thing? That's what you should be doing. Okay. Can I get an amen? Cooperation. Support. Honesty. Um, Got to get that support. And like I said, mentally, physically, you know, it can't be, you know, all about you. Um, they have to support your desires, your dreams, um, cooperation. Um, you have to supply your man with the emotional side of it, the physical side, you know, mental side. It can't be, you know, what's expect. what's expected is your, of course, when something happens, you got to pick up the piece. You got to try to pick up the pieces. Let's just say he loses his job. He becomes ill. It's nothing special to me. Um, when a female, you know, she has to go to work every day. Yeah, of course you have to go to work every day because you're going to have to pick up the bills and figure it out. You you feel me? That ain't nothing special to me because you live there. (laughs) You feel me? But you have to still, you know, see how he is mentally and physically. And you have to come up with a plan of what you're going to do. You know that I don't, I don't know. It's just, you need those things. Trust, cooperation, support, honesty, safety, accountability, you have to be able to trust the person. You have to be able to, um, and the man still has needs. A lot of women, whoo, respect is in the middle of that. A lot of y'all don't respect these men. A lot of y'all say things, come out the mouth, and men remember that. Just because you said it six months ago, they remember that because you still feel that way. Trust me. Um, and that's not right. Um, a lot of times you feel like when things go wrong or say you a storm happens or somebody loses a job somebody becomes ill or you know it's financial issues first thing you do no sex can't do that um you're not intimate or you know you stop doing the things that you're supposed to be doing checking up on a person cleaning or the house or leaving it messy or just things that don't make a person happy that ain't how it's supposed to go i know we get tired things happen but that's no excuse for all the bullshit that's going on in your house. You still have to. It's just like your job. You go to your job and you're tired. Don't mean that you're not going to complete the job that you're supposed to complete. You're going to go to work and be like, well, I'm tired. I'm going to sit here and do nothing. Same thing as a relationship. No, it don't work like that. In order to, <laughs> this is just things that you have to do in life as a grown up. Like you have to do the work. You have to have a job to pay bills, to take care of what you have to take care of. In a relationship, you have to do the work. Um, And the person has to be worked it, I guess, because if you're in a relationship and you're not doing the work, then maybe you don't want to be with that person, okay? But um, I'm just trying to keep it real with y'all. And yes, I made this long podcast because, a long episodes, because I didn't have one the other day. I just wanted to talk about these, you know, these few things that um, are played for you, these videos, and just wanted to have a table talk conversation with y'all so it's um my own table talk thursday and uh hit me up let me know how you feel about it um quickly i'm gonna give a shout out to all the djs shout out to dj junes the hottest dj in the new york metro area um shout out to um Oh, he has music on SoundCloud, YouTube, and Facebook, DJ Junes Entertainment. I didn't put any music in the background because it would be just be too much noise as I'm trying to um, have my little table talk with y'all. Um, shout out to DJ um, K Solo in the DMV area, DJ X-Ray D in the ATL, DJ Mike Kane in the Boston area, who also has imageimpressions.com. Uh, he has a lot going on. Um, hit him up on IG and uh, Facebook. He also has a... Uh, 
photography gig. He's a photographer too. Has a photography thing going on. And he makes um, shirts. Prints out shirts for y'all. So hit him up. Um, Shout out to um, D Money. Shout out to Slack Poppy. Shout out to um, who's got dope music, by the way, on YouTube, SoundCloud. Um, I'm going to put some on for you tomorrow. And um, mixes um, for you to listen to. Um, Shout out to... Devin Michael Porter um, He has an apparel line out And he um, also has um, um, An herbal line that he promotes And um, his apparel line is Action Words Spelled backwards um, Pretty pretty dope Because I have one of his um, One of his uh, Whatever you want to call it It's like a um, But it's, I got the one for men Because the one for women mm, Mm-mm. I don't know. A little too tight. <laughs> but it's cool. It's very nice. The uh, material is very nice. Um, I like it. It's um, professionally made. It's really nice. Um, shout out to Summer. Even though we're in this pandemic, wearing masks. It's too damn hot to be wearing these masks. But I ain't trying to catch nothing. Okay? I'm trying to exercise in the mask is like kind of hard. But you got to do what you got to do. Can't stop you. Can't stop, won't stop. Diddy said. Um, hope you have a great day. Shout out to my homeboy E, protecting and serving always in the New York metro area. My big homie. Always got your back. Um and he checks on me when he um when he can. He's has a busy job and we always checking up on each other, sending these funny mo- uh, memes. Um so shout out to him, shout out to my homeboy, Jamie B in the DMV. Um Thanks for also checking up on me. Um, shout out to my homegirl, Talia. These are all the people that always check up on me. Um, and um, you should. Sometimes good to check up on people. Shout out to um, Cece, my sis, Talia, um, Jazz, Carol, and Patricia. Um, shout out to LNL Catering All Events. Shout out to Delightful Desserts, Halima. Shout out to my homegirl, Ree, um, Staten Island. Um, who else? I know I got some more people to shout out, but I can't think of it right now. But um, thank y'all for listening. I really do appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for supporting me because y'all know I'm a big supporter as well. And um, I hope you guys have a great day on this hot day, this hot 85 degree weather. We can't do much in this pandemic. I mean, things are starting to open, but, you know, it's kind of scary. Now you're seeing like cases going into overload. For those places that fully opened um, in Georgia, um, Texas, California, but we've been good so far. But Cuomo shutting it down. Uh, he's shutting down people's liquor license, um, and um, he ain't playing around. He is not playing around, so can't play around with him, honey. Um, and I hope you guys have a great day. Do me a favor. Love, live, and laugh.